Every day I'm shuffling. Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia. This is Money Talks. Sure, get away from the edge. We're back. <laughs> it's Money Talks. I'm Bill Laco with Troy Harmon, Jarrett McKenzie, and we're here yelling at each other about Bitcoin. Like <laughs> yeah, something that none of us really <laughs> know anything are big, about. Big supporters of, but. Oh, yeah. All right, right, so let's talk about Bitcoin. All right, I thought I, you said well, serious finance. Why I really do I don't, care? Well, well that's, that's I, the only point. reason that any of us care is uh, part of it is because people are spending so much money or have in the past spent so much money uh, in buying Bitcoin. Last year, Bitcoin was up 1,300%. Uh, it was up significantly more than that, about 1,700%. From the Ooh. first of the year through December 18th. Since December 18th, Bitcoin has lost over 60% of its value. Yeah, so I mean, let's talk about that from an asset standpoint because I think that's where a lot of this confusion comes in. I, the, the folks I hear talking about it are talking about it as if it is a true investment. Well, that's uh, how they couch it. It's yeah, an investment. Exactly. When, well, I've when, heard them talk about it as an asset class. Yeah, well, right. uh, you could probably make that argument in terms of a, a currency in general being an asset class, but the fact of the matter is that's what you're buying. You're buying a currency. And so, you know, much like which, you know, the, the euro and the yen and the pound and the peso and all these other currencies. Are, are obviously a lot less volatile than a than a, a digital currency like Bitcoin is, but that's really what you're you're buying. You're buying a currency, and currency exchange, you know, digital currency aside, is extremely dangerous and something that most people would want to stay away from unless they just want to be purely speculative. Well, at the very least, it's difficult to understand exactly what drives the value in a currency. And right. basically, what it is is if if you've got uh, let me just ask people this around the globe. Sure. Me, I'm, I'm going to let y'all get into the technical stuff, okay. but I'm an idiot. I'm only a CFP. You guys are like, you Jared, know, got a lot of other doll again. Got, no. got a lot of other stuff. <laughs> let me. Okay. So unless you are willing to bet against the dollar versus the yen or the dollar versus the pound, blah 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 blah. Right. I don't know why anybody would want to do this. It makes no sense to me. Unless you are a currency trader, right? Which is what this is. I don't care what the technicians want to call it, what the college students want to call it, what everybody else wants to call it. Yep. You can't take a Bitcoin to Kroger and buy Jack. Until yeah. you can do that, Exactly. it's not so, really a currency. In my no, opinion. just like gold. Okay, I know. Everybody loves gold. That's fine. You can sleep with yeah. it. You can kiss it. You can hold it. Yeah, whatever. It's a hard asset. Okay, right? so this is a – we can call this a – Techno asset. I don't know. But you can't go to Kroger with gold and buy anything. Yeah, and what's even probably a better point, Bill, and it's very similar in the one that you're making, you can't pay your taxes in Bitcoin. Right. And if the IRS. You can't pay your taxes in gold either. Well, no, you can't, but if the IRS doesn't accept it as a currency, then number one, you got a major issue. And I think, honestly, yeah. that's where the other all major of these issue is, is that this is, and I've, I've heard this a thousand times from a thousand different people. I made money on it. I don't have to pay taxes on it because there's a loophole. There's no, there's no loophole. There no, the, the fact IRS, that they're not issuing you a 1099 does not mean you don't owe the money. That is correct. And so, the IRS has actually been going back and asking some of these coin wallets who their biggest clients are. And guess what's happening? They're giving it over. <laughs> and yeah, and what's going to happen? They're going to, I mean, in a I'm year just telling that, you right now, for all of you out there who made a gain on Bitcoin and thought you weren't going to have to pay taxes, that's not true. Right. Whoever told you that lied to you. That is 
Absolutely a fact. Now, part of what they're hiding behind is is one of the things that uh, a lot of these Well, it didn't get reported to the IRS. Folks. I understand. Right. There's mm-hmm. no tax document, i.e. 1099, yeah. that was produced by these, whatever you just called it, companies. Coin wallets. Coin yeah. wallet companies. I get that. I well, appreciate it's, that. It's not generating income. And if you don't sell it, which is very hard to do, right? These, there's no exchange for that. That's why you can't go to Kroger and use it. But I couldn't go to Kroger. I don't know about yours. Well, there are and, people selling and, it, turn it into yeah. real green dollars, yeah, which right. by the three way, days. you can spend. Three sure. days is the average. You want to exchange Bitcoin for dollars, it's going to take you at least three oh, days. Oh, I'm not saying that. And, so, and I want you to get into those technical yeah. scenarios. I'm just saying it's tax season, folks. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, if you leave off your trade, they're going to come knocking. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you were one of those folks that bought it on the first day of last year and sold it at its peak in uh, December, on December 18th, you still owe the government their tax. And Not just the federal government. No, state. Yeah, I mean, Nathan yeah. Deal's got to get his mm-hmm. money, too. Come on. That's right. <laughs> yep, no doubt. Well, and uh, that's, I mean, obviously, you had to have had the transaction where you mm-hmm. realized the gain. Just like you would in any other asset, just because you held it through that period, if you continue to hold it, um, obviously it's yeah. Not you don't know anything for that, right. yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, if you if you traded Bitcoin all through last year, or Ethereum, or Litecoin, or Ripple, or you name it, <laughs> I mean, there's a load of them out there. Well, if I have dollars and I go to Hartsfield Jackson and I exchange it for euros because I'm going to Paris or wherever, and I get more. On the way back, by exchanging those euros for my dollar, technically, to, yeah. So that's that's a gain. It's the same thing. That's the thing is people talk about it and think about it as though it's an investment, like what we would do with a stock or or some other type of similar asset. But it's not. It's just money. And the only reason it's money is because people will accept it as a form of payment. That's why Bitcoin has this bad stigma because of what they call the Silk Road. It was a it was a website, really kind of the you talk about the dark net or whatever, sure. where they were selling drugs and using Bitcoin as forms of currency. And that's how it got into a lot of hot water and has really been given that bad stigma. Because of that, I don't really think Bitcoin is going to be around long term. It's just there's been too much fraud around it for it to be successful. But I think this is more about cryptocurrencies in general because that is going to be, without a doubt in my mind, something that we will so, contend with down the road. Uh, I know we got like two minutes here in this segment. We can come back and talk about this more. But sure. what is the difference? And I underst- I, I'm going to say I understand. I get the concept of blockchain mm-hmm. somewhat. Yeah. Okay. But what is the difference between me using Apple Pay and a cryptocurrency? There's not a whole lot of difference, frankly. But you don't have to exchange. There's no exchange because that's truly just a digital transaction where you're not going to go and there's no Apple Pay dollars that you're going to get a greenback for. Whereas Bitcoin is a separate currency, albeit a digital one, that Technically, you could go and exchange for dollars, much like you could euros and yens and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, but I'm looking out the Apple future. Pay. I'm looking out five years, right? Yeah. I mean, unless the federal government says you can use this as a currency, it's never a currency, which means you mm-hmm. still have to convert it to dollars or yen mm-hmm. or pound sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Which means it's not a currency. Right. All right. So what am I going to use it for? Well, you're gonna you're gonna continue to use it. Well, let's. It, it let's might not be a stuff. recognized currency, but it is a form of currency that people accept. People and can. It's no more of a currency than a credit card. Uh, even, True enough. Uh, yeah, it is digital. So here's the thing: it, you're talking about a currency, whereas it is traded in dollars, it, right. meaning that it is something different. Um, but when you go and you buy 
any good with a with a cryptocurrency. It you have to first translate it into dollars because very few people will uh, list their prices. You well, don't that, see a that, price that list. That transaction right there makes it not a currency. Mm-hmm. I don't have to translate anything. If I have a pound and I'm in Europe, I can buy. Or in London, I can yeah. buy something. Well, well, I don't have to convert no, it to anything. But you can, can you go to Kroger and use that same pound? In, in London? No, but well, that's what I'm saying here. There are places where you can do that with Bitcoin, just like there are places across seas there is true. where you yeah. can use your own. Where can you use a Bitcoin stuff. in this country? There's uh, you can buy, there's certain pizza well, they're places. they're converting it. Uh, they, they they still, their price list is still shown in dollars, no doubt. You can, you can pay your rent in some places with Bitcoin. In the United States of America? In the United States of America, yep. There are places that well, will stand, accept it. We'll come back. Correct. Let's come I back stand to this. I want to hear more about this. So let's take the word Bitcoin out yes. of the conversation. Let's talk cryptocurrency, which, as I understand, blockchain and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and I don't, I'm, you can put on the head of a needle how much I understand about this stuff. <laughs> right. But in effect, it it's supposed to be something that's anonymous, mm-hmm. something that theoretically can't get hacked. Yeah, well, the blockchain, yes, because the blockchain, in essence, is a network of thousands of computers, so there's no centralized location in which all this data and information is stored. So, Transaction data, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, and so th- there's really not a way to hack into it like there might be with a bank, and let's say, obviously, they got their server somewhere, and they're keeping all this transaction data in one place, and so you are extremely susceptible to hacking as a result of that, where that does not exist with the blockchain and is why you're starting to see some of these companies like JP Morgan do things with the blockchain because they're seeing that benefit. And one of the things that... But at some stage of the game, they still have to have a some way to access the data. Yeah, and they do. They do. They're, but they can, it's in that, they can throughout it. that network. They can see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but it because, can't be changed. It's got to be, in order for the transaction to be recorded in the blockchain, it has to be verified by other users. So basically it's it's kind of the concept of you're not going to have fraud if you have to have collusion or, or you cut down on the possibility of fraud if you cut down on the possibility of collusion, meaning more than one person sure. being implicit in the crime. Uh, and that's, that's precisely the basis uh, for blockchain. And, uh, you know, financial industry is welcoming blockchain with open arms, although they're still, in most cases, skeptical about uh, about the notion of cryptocurrencies. Uh, you know, we could go into this all day, but the fact is, one of the reasons, and Jared, you've already talked about the Silk Road, uh, one of the reasons that technology enjoys these cryptos, especially Bitcoin, is because you do have the ability for anonymous transactions. So nobody knows who's on either end of the transaction, although right. the transaction details are recorded in the blockchain and cannot be mm-hmm. distorted. So, um, you know, when when you have that, obviously regulators in the United States are not for that. I mean, think about yeah. what they've done re- even recently with uh, offshore bank accounts, Swiss accounts that uh, used to be that you could have a Swiss account and nobody would ever know the details. Well, our government continued to put pressure on the Swiss and the banking industry, and before you know it, everybody was given up. So uh, right. the old deal where you could have assets, hold off, hold assets offshore and you wouldn't be uh, taxed on them, that's, that's something gone. Uh, and I really believe the reason that uh, that the regulators are at odds with 
-hmm. some of these cryptocurrencies. The IRS will tell you that it's too volatile to be a currency. Uh, but the reality is other regulators do not appreciate the fact that you can have these anonymous transactions. They want to know who's doing what and when and why. I mean, we go through training every year, multiple times a year, uh, to be able to identify mm-hmm. money laundering and those sorts of things yeah. here within our firm. And, uh, you know, that's that's one of the, the downfalls. Until mm-hmm. you get, you get uh, these currencies that can be... Uh, better regulated, I think we're going to yeah. have the and, possibility and of the government coming in and squashing the whole yeah. the, party. The development around it all is extremely important. I mean, you think about how how might it have been hundreds of years ago when they stopped using gold and moved to the dollar? And and what else do we use today that we used hundreds of years ago for the exact same thing? That's That's what they're saying, just like medicine and technology – this has been developed to make life much easier, much safer from a hacking standpoint. Why in the world would we not use the technology for digital currency when, you know. As long it, as we're defining it, what it really is, it's still a dollar. Bill, sure. That's the only way. Well, it's not a Bitcoin. And I think that's it's the way. It's a dollar. Mm-hmm. That's, so you might be able to find some way to digitally stop somebody from stealing your checking account information or whatever. But it's still going to be translated into dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill, at the, heart, be at the heart of your argument, I believe, is one of the things that I have still not become convinced of, and and that is we can have electronic transactions in dollars. No money has to change hands. You just talked about credit cards and we how is this day. different mm-hmm. than a credit card. In my opinion, how is it different than a credit card? Now, there are some things that it, the, the Bitcoin... Uh, group would tell you it, you know, when you have transactions that you could say we have a flex spending plan where dollars are all supposed to go toward healthcare items. Uh, it's incumbent upon us to make sure that we turn the receipts in and everybody really spent something on their on their flex spending mm-hmm. uh, that is healthcare wise. Mm-hmm. You could actually code Bitcoin these these um, electronic currencies mm-hmm. so that they can only be spent on health care. So then you don't have to, to uh, monitor it so closely. Some of those things, it's I mean, they make be sense. denominated in a dollar. Well, right now, if you look at what's going on, yeah, absolutely. I, and, and let's talk a little more about how dollars change value. I mean, we talk about a weak dollar, talk about a strong dollar. Well, the way this all works, there are fundamentals uh, and basically, the dollar is backed by the full faith and credit of the government that issues it, just like every other currency that is issued by Which a government. Which is ultimately backed by the full faith and taxing credit of its population. Right. And, you know, the difference between right? the Bitcoin and the dollar, the dollar has a whole lot of battleships and well, ICBMs and all about, these other let's, things. Let's, let's that leave Bitcoin out for a minute. Let's just talk about currency. Yeah. Okay. So at its basic core, Troy, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Dollar goes down. It's good for our people who manufacture here and right. ship abroad. That's correct. Why? Because our goods are cheaper over there. Right. Because you're converting a currency over there into dollars that is now cheaper against that currency, sure. which means you get more dollars. Right. Fair enough? Yep. Reverse that. Dollar goes up. It's generally bad for the people who export, but good for imports. Why? Because I can convert. Because the people buying the China goods have to pay mm-hmm. them in yuan. Sure. Or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Right. Yeah. Yuan, Remimbi, they've right. got two mm-hmm. different names. Okay. But you're right. So I, I'm going to be getting more for that, so I'm going to buy more of that. Fair? Right. All right. 
Now you talk about the fact that everybody you talk to says we've got to have a strong dollar. But that, to me, is more about stability within the government and the country and us being the reserve currency. Right. So why does that matter? Because people park their capital here. Right. They take their money from abroad and they buy dollars with it, whether it's via U.S. Treasuries or however you want to look at it, they buy dollars. Right. Okay? Well, they don't want to put their $100 trillion over here and worry about the dollar declining 40%. Right. Makes so, their it makes their current their investment decline. Correct. So they want to know that you're stable and strong and so forth. Right. So, but to your point, a large reason why we are is because we have those little submarines that pop up out of the ocean sure. that can <laughs> blow pretty much anybody off the map that we want. Yeah. Right. There's that's a lot of stability what, with the dollar. There's a lot of sure. stability. There's none. Well, with these the cryptos, other thing is there's why. there's uh, financial markets. The United States has the most stable financial markets in the in the world. Um, you know, you can't even you talked about the yuan. Uh, can a U.S. citizen go over in China and invest directly in most of their goods? Uh, you can get indirect investment, but their their financial system is not built out to the level that ours is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you think about this in terms of, Jared, you said it a minute ago, supply and demand. What makes a currency worth more? Well, you know, excess demand. Mm-hmm. Well, in 2017, demand for Bitcoin was great. Think about why. <laughs> uh, why? I really think people were driving down the road in their rearview mirror. They were looking, wow, look, this well, thing it- went up 5% or 10% or 40 percent last week and before you know it it, just like when you're driving using Mm -hmm. your rearview mirror the thing is crashing now right well and it's it's sort of an alternative right i mean it's not it's definitely not gold it's not a safe haven for the dollar right but it is it is an alternative and one in which i mean a lot of people i don't think that that you know the currency itself is something um Bitcoin, that is, is something right. is something that uh, we've got to worry about taking over anything in the near future. But right. so I know we spent it, we spent two segments on this. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I, I couldn't tell, but you guys would go out and buy Bitcoin. Is that what I'm hearing? I am not an owner of Bitcoin, and I don't look to be anytime soon. Okay, so not, here's look. the thing: I look at it as a speculation. <laughs> to Jarrett's last point, I think uh, cryptocurrencies could become something in the future, could become viable, could mm-hmm. become transactionable. Mm-hmm. They're not right now. And I think if you're going to insist on speculating in currency, in cryptocurrencies, I think you probably should buy across the board. Yeah. I'm not telling you to do it, but if you're going to do it, if you're going to insist yeah. and blow through our uh, advice not to yeah. do it, then buy a few. Well, listen, if you don't hear anything else, don't buy it for a return. That is not what this is about. That is not, as as Dr. Gene has said many times, I've heard Bill and Troy say it as well, that currency is not going to generate any revenue. It's not going to pay you any dividends. It's not going to do anything for you other than fluctuate based on the supply and demand that Troy just mentioned. So yep. if you want to buy it to hold it because you think that it's going to take hold and maybe gain value in the future, fine. But there is no way you should be buying this for hopes of a return. Yeah. Uh, and surely don't put it in your retirement account. Please. That's right. Please. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, so All that's, right. that's kind of our take. We're going to stop here. We, we have to make a profit. There you go. It's the money show. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. 
The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.